everybody. This is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the Wendy to my Dave Thomas. Delicious. Chris. That, I know. I You're guess. delicious, Chris. Okay. Cool. <laughs> That's um, my radio Chris. handle. Just Josh. <laughs> uh, anyways, so we're a, fantasy, we're a fantasy football show called Amazing Fantasy Football. We are here to talk about our top 24 ranks. It is We're getting close to... Dynasty rookie draft time. Some people may have been doing theirs already. Some may have already done theirs already, which is bizarre doing it before the draft. Well, pretty sure. Yeah. I know a lot about that, Chris. I am constantly early for a lot of things. Yeah. How are you doing tonight, Chris? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, off to a great start for a fun filled Mother's Day weekend. Yawn. <laughs> Got some presents in the mail because that's the kind of guy I am. Wait till the last minute. But uh, ah, don't I know? <laughs> I got I got some I, I got some uh, I got some zingers. I hope. All right, we're here to talk about our top twenty-four players. We're not going to go down the list or anything. If you, uh, the listener or viewer, would like to check out our our our, our personal uh, top twenty-fours, I have thirty-six actually. I kind of went down. I got in a zone and I did thirty-six. Um, I was also trying to one-up Chris, and I ended up twelve-upping him. Uh, you know that really giant green mushroom you get in. Super Mario Brothers. Anyways, uh, so yeah, we're I'm doing all right today, Chris. Thanks for asking. My apologies. Uh, <laughs> as he moves cells anyways, around you can on check his spreadsheet, our, <laughs> our Discord page under the AFFP content. Yes, check them out, please. Yeah, uh, and the link to that will be in the show notes, whether it's the YouTube or on the podcast. So, Chris, there isn't mm. a whole lot of news yet. From I really figured that there would have been some more. Free agency, free, free agency buzz after the draft, and I mean, I define big, just, but yeah, there's definitely some names still floating around out there. No, there's doubt. a lot of names out there. Like everyone that we I thought was gonna like sign right after the draft is just still sitting there. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Uh, Chris, why don't we talk? Why don't we start with our consensus 101, and that, of course, is Kenny Pickett. It's not Kenny Pickett. I'm, I'm just messing with <laughs> it's, it's, of course, Brees Hall. It is Brees Hall. He is the running back out of Iowa State. He got drafted by the New York Jets in the second round. I don't remember what pick of the second round. It kind of doesn't matter. All that matters is that it was early in the second, and they also traded up to get him, too. They mm -hmm. wanted to leapfrog the teams that potentially were going to grab him and make sure that he ended up on their roster. That means that I would really like to have him on my dynasty roster, if it was the if I had the one hundred and one, which you you so and so do, are you taking Brees Hall? Yes, I'm taking Brees Hall. Okay, and why do you like Brees Hall so much? Just real quick. Um, I like the big playability. Um, I big playability. Yep, I said that right. Um, I think uh, though the Jets are really kind of what objectively a bad team, or at least they have been a bad team. That concerns me a little, but the fact that they've done a heck of a job putting pieces around the quarterback and around the, the running game, um, you know, Carter, I think will have a, a share, but, and we might even be seeing kind of like another Jonathan Taylor type situation. Michael where, Carter. Michael you're, Carter, you're my apologies. Running yeah. back. No, that's right. Um, a similar Jonathan Taylor situation where they kind of uh, spelled him a little bit, as me and you've said off the air quite a bit, is that he might have to... Uh, work his way into a bigger workload, but 
especially when you bake in the big picture here, I think he's the guy. And it's just so hard to get these guys. I know very well. I traded up for this one one for a reason. My running back stable is getting bleak quickly. Or at it, least it's it will. Getting, it's, it's getting aged out a little bit, aged. too. Aged is a better way to put it. That's a good, good point. Yeah. But that's where I stand with Hall. Okay, cool. I'm of very similar mind. That's why I have him at my 101. I have at my 102 uh, Ken Walker the third uh, running back that Seattle drafted and believe also in the second round. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, you have your first wide receiver, and mm -hmm. then you, it's kind of wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver for you. Not exactly, but very close. Mm -hmm. uh, explain your – because we have different top three wide receivers. Why, why, why did you have – it going Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, and then Chris Olave. Or did you? You were talking about maybe bumping Olave up over w Williams. Uh, yeah, what, I why, kind of what did, those. Uh, by that order, sorry, Jamison Williams because what he was supposed to be as far as kind of the top guy, but uh, the injury. Uh, yes, I did make some last minute adjustments because uh, I kind of overlooked that injury when I was. Mm -hmm. Uh, doing some research there. Um, I've been very high on Olave from day one, but I'm going with speed. Olave also has speed, but uh, Garrett Wilson and the draft capital. Uh, the he's not a big guy, but the size, uh, uh, the size, speed. You like there's there's kind of this like this Antonio Brown type of uh, uh, prototype that we've been seeing in the NFL lately. Calvin Ridley, um, um, you know, doesn't have to be a six foot four, two hundred. 20 pound guy, uh, just an alpha, so to speak, on the outside. Route runner, Colts. Yeah, right. <laughs> route, route runner, et cetera, that type of mold. Uh, and that's what I think with Garrett Wilson. I get both route running and blazing speed. Uh, and again, uh, I might give a little pushback as the nitty gritty gets on the nitty gritty that I feel I'm a little high on the Jets. <laughs> I'm not the only one, uh, to be clear, as far as, you know, uh, other folks giving their opinions out there. They've made but, some good moves this offseason. Yeah, I love their moves. Uh, even if Zach Wilson doesn't, you know, uh, take a step this year, I'm still I'm still think if somebody else has to come in in a year or two, uh, they've got a good team there. They've got a good team there. Okay. Okay. I mean, and so I have I have a quote on Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, and Garrett Wilson as my number three, and I believe we both have Traylon Burks as our number four. Um, but I mean, I, I took, a, I put a lava and really like any of those top three there, it just kind of depends on a, your team need and B, you know, if you were to take Garrett Wilson over Chris Olave, I'm never going to fight anyone over that, you know, like, just be like, all right, that's your opinion. Cool. Like, you know, they're, they're kind of the same guy. Mm -hmm. I think a lot is a better route runner, but that's me personally. Anyways, I took Olave as more like a, if you need a guy right away. And usually if you're drafting at the one Oh three spot, where I have Alave, you're probably in need of someone, or you're getting greedy and you made some really lopsided trade or whatever to get, get up that high, even though you don't need quote need a person end quote. Um, but Chris Alave is, is the I think is going to be a, could be a potential day one contributor. Uh, he's got uh, Jamison Winston, or yeah, Jameis Winston as as his quarterback who. You know, I know that everyone says that he, you know, he wasn't that great last year, and he all he did was dink and dunk. He actually had a lot of deep balls last year that I don't think a lot of people realize. And Chris Olave is definitely a guy that can that he can throw too deep. Not Michael Thomas, and Olave has got some good route running skills too. And so he's not just a he's not just a deep threat. Whereas I think Garrett Wilson is kind of me personally, my or personal opinion. Threat. 
is more deep threat than route runner. I think I've I picture Garrett Wilson more Deshaun Jackson sort of type of guy, whereas Chris Olave is more of a Chris Godwin sort of sort of dude. Mm-hmm. You know, speed and you know can run some routes too. Sure. And Jameson Williams, I, I would have him at one, but because of his injury and he's not going to really contribute a lot in year one. He that's why he's number two. And you know, if you if you were to say, well, I need a guy to contribute right away, then it's Garrett, it's Garrett Wilson or maybe even Traylon Burks, who, like I said, we both have a four. Um, do do you want to talk about Burks at all, or do you want to just kind of keep? I want to hit on Walker real quick. Um before we move on to the next receiver uh, in Burks, Kenneth Walker, we didn't really touch on him. I mean, we're only, again, just like the receivers, we're only one, maybe two apart at the most. Um, I moved him down with concerns over Seattle backfield and Pete Carroll's shenanigans. Like, I think there's a world where it's a 50-50 split with Penny and Kenneth Walker in year one. And just they're not a very good team. Those, those are kind of the two biggest factors for me, bumping them down a tad and really wanting to go with my Whomever my favorite wide receiver is that day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that my fa- whoever my next wide you know wide receiver is there. Um, yeah, running backs are very important, but uh, yeah. So receivers, like I, I, you know, I'm having trouble fielding a a, a a solid squad there. So I'm looking for some talent. But yeah, okay. next you wanted to go with Burks, who I, we all both have at the next slot, and also at our wide receiver four. Yeah, I I don't know. I just. There's something about this guy that, and and I, and a lot of it is because he ran out of the slot when he was at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big slot. Sorry, I keep wanting to say USC, but that's Drake London. Big um, slot, run after the catch guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's just like, oh, he's gonna be the next AJ Brown. I don't know about that. Hey, the, the, I just, the, the real AJ Brown. I think Brown it's a good pick. I've, I've heard, I've, I've heard of some people like they want him over Brees Hall, which I think is. Bananas because of landing spots, some people have put them at their one or their two or their so on and so forth. Remember that Robert Woods is still there too, Mm -hmm. and there's another Mm -hmm. guy that's also in Tennessee as well. That I was just like, I mean, they they got Austin Hooper to play tight end too, which you know, Hooper didn't do a whole lot for Cleveland, but they had a real they had a real like crowded room in the for the tight end. Well, last last time I checked, having a piece of the Titans passing offense was not that great last year, including AJ Brown. So it's like what do we expect out of Tannehill and or uh, and then Malik, Malik Jackson went there, right? Yeah, he's the one behind Tannehill. So. Willis. I mean, I'm sorry, Willis, Malik Jackson, where'd that come from? Uh, Malik Willis. Know. Yeah. Um, I so I, I think they would kind of come down to that. If you're a Malik Willis guy, and I was, I let I adjusted my opinion after uh, post-draft. But if you're a Malik Willis guy, yeah, I think Burke should probably be your one, two, or three. Not me. Not me. Yeah. I mean, if you believe in him, you know, one of those mm-hmm. things, too, is like I wouldn't take him over any of those other three, but that's just me. Um, let's let's keep moving along here. Like, uh, here's one big discrepancy we had. And I know I'm pretty high on this guy, but, you know, I think maybe people, folks that are if you're not drafting for another week or two, you should get used Ooh, to this, seeing this right. guy like rise and rise and rise. And that's Ty. And forgive me for mispronouncing this because I'm sure I'm going to butcher it. Ty Algier. Algier. Uh, Algier. Algier or Algier. Something like that. Algier. Algier. I hope not. Uh, that's not what I've been doing. Not even Anyways, um, he's he's the running back for the Falcons. He is out of BYU, where he was super dominant there, super mm-hmm. dominant. Like he's not the fastest guy in the world, 
you know, but he's he can do it all. He can run, block, catch, whatever. And I know there's three things that go into my kind of my three big things that go into my kind of inner head formula when I'm ranking people is that talent, which, you know, Ty, uh, Ty here, Mr. Out, Mr. We'll just call him Ty. Mm-hmm. Here uh, has he's got some talent, not a lot of speed. He's not also not the slowest guy in the room, but he's not also definitely not the fastest. But he can play all three downs. And another thing is is opportunity. You know, like he's got opportunity there in Atlanta. His only competition is Cordero Patterson, who, if people don't remember, we talked about this before we started recording, mm-hmm. wasn't very good down the stretch when Atlanta wanted him needed him to play running back, and. So that therefore, I'm like, there's there's a pretty clear path for this guy to getting meaningful touches next year. Now, what he does with them and how good Atlanta is going to be is a different thing. But you know, when we're talking about running backs in a rookie draft, where, where there aren't very many good ones or great ones, people with great uh, opportunity and talent and and situation. I know situation and opportunity are kind of go hand in hand, but they're not quite the same. Sure. Um, you know, like I just, I, I I like him. I like him there. I like I like the guy that I know you have in a very similar uh, spot, and I have right below, and that's Damian Pierce for Houston. Yep. Mm-hmm. For Pretty similar, similar thing. I think, I think a lot of people forget that Malik Will or Malik Willis, Marlon Mack signed there at this off season as well. So there's there's some competition, and Mack's a guy that can do all too. Marlon Mack, Ty LG, Ty. The Atlanta mm-hmm. Falcons running back. Um, Ty guy. We'll just call him Ty guy. Um, Marlon Mack and Ty guy. Kind of similar guys. Max maybe a little bit quicker, but yeah. Um, what what do you think about Ty? Ty guy. I, I think it's, uh, as are all of our rankings and everybody's rankings, uh, based on, you know, landing spot. And as you said, opportunity, um, I just worry that his draft capital wasn't quite what some is for some of these other guys. Understanding he's a running back and they're getting pushed down uh, in, in yeah. the last several drafts. But uh, I just I, I have a, a higher opinion of guys like Damian Pierce, uh, Rashad White in Tampa. Um, I don't have to do some crazy mental gymnastics to uh, get playing time for those guys. You know what I mean? I think there's a path to playing time there behind some vets. But I can't deny that Algiers, uh, Tyler Algiers' pathway to playing time is probably more clear because there's a very bare cupboard there. Still a lot of free agency to work itself out. Pardon me. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I think he's definitely a piece you need to invest in. Where do I have him? I just had it before I move. You have him at like 23 or something Thank like you. that. So right before we get out of our discussion of the top 24, because of that very reason, I wanted to be like, hey, there's a lot of running backs here that I see a path to contributing and or I believe in their talent. He's one of them, just not quite as high as you have him. I don't think I don't think you need to take him that high. Give him uh, a second, I would hope. See, I, I think... I, and and I try to do this and like Damian Pierce, like I said too, like you know another another guy that has that's in a pretty decent situation. I was kind of like you know I'm I'm picking at the the very last pick of the first round and I'm trying to find a running back here that I can be happy with and maybe I'm talking myself into Ty guy here, but 
I'd be pretty happy if he fell to me, and or or if he was still sitting. Let me put it this way: if he was still there at the one twelve in our rookie draft, which starts in like a week from exactly a week from now or whatever. Um, I but he I'll had a prolific co- but he had a prolific college career, no doubt. Now it's Brigham and Young. And the one thing, that, and the one thing that so. like the one thing that everyone is, I think, the biggest concern about him is, is that he played at BYU, where the defenses he was going up against weren't all that great. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. can it can he do it? You know. He played all four again, years, it, got a lot of work. Got a lot of work, you know, and he was at one point last year he was he was the guy there, you know? Like it yeah, was that was, was kind carries. of their offense. That's a lot in one season in college. But I mean nothing like we've seen from you know I don't know, all SEC guys for two or three years that are all right. Wisconsin running back. Like a Derrick Henry or exactly Wisconsin running back. Yeah, th- there's more for sure. But that's a lot. That's a lot. But no, I, the fact that he caught that many balls and 46 and, and uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's a good. Uh, he's definitely not a diamond in the rough. You're right. He will be rising. I'll probably be rising him a little. I don't think I'll ever get him quite where you've got him. As your, I'm sorry, RB3 or 4? Three? He's my RB3 and he's number 10 overall on my rankings. Gotcha. Yeah, so, I I've got Damian Pierce, I think, is my uh, RB3. So, Yeah, that's fine. We, we'll get to him. Uh, we'll get to him. We got some receivers, I think, if uh, if I'm not mistaken. We got a couple We got a couple more guys I want to talk about here. Gotcha. Uh, one guy that I think you were oh, you kind, got of, you were kind of okay. texting me about is Isaiah Spiller, who I liked pre-draft. Right. You And you had a very valid concern, and that was his 40 like, time, which— Like 4-6 or something. I don't know, man. That, what? Four, it like it was four, a four six. six. Yeah, yeah. Which is slow. Don't get me wrong. Like that's not a good forty time for a running mm-hmm. back in the mm-hmm. NFL. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like he's he landed he landed in L.A. He got excuse me. I didn't look up Chargers. where he went. Oh uh, yeah, he went. He landed with the Chargers. I was talking about, and he was also drafted in the fourth round too. Oh yeah. So that's that's kind of where a lot of the running backs went in this draft. Oh, yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. A lot of running backs in the fourth round, and like the ones that are just kind of, I don't know. I think there's a pretty big uh, difference between Pierre Strong and Hassan Haskins out of Michigan, but that's just me. Um, why? Why do you? Why are you rising on him? I know why I like him, but why do? Why do you like him so much, Chris? Well, so you know, the forty matters. Uh, really, are a lot of positions, but especially running back. But uh, when I have a team uh, uh, like the Chargers, believe in him. To an extent, um, that means something. Uh, I think it's a, a backfield situation that you want a piece of. Uh, Eckler is not made of steel, you know, but uh, obviously yeah. playing time is is a concern from the get go. Let's let's just get that you know uh, elephant out of the room, as it were. Because oh, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I did, I'm sorry to interrupt you here. I have I have Spiller oh. at 17 overall. My seven my 17th guy coming off the board. Yep. You have him at 14. Mm-hmm. He is my RB six, and I'm sorry I don't have him where he is. I think he's like your RB seven or something like that. Yeah, we'll just call it that. Yep, because um, my column's a little anyways. messed up on my spreadsheet. Uh, but yeah, it's like RB six here. No, but it's it's the Chargers. That's why it's the Chargers. It's not only the offensive side of the ball with the Chargers, although that has a ton to do with it. Herbert and company, etc. Uh, but the defense is darn good too. So if you get a guy, yeah, sure. What if the four six was uh, uh, misleading? What if it's a four five guy? He's a pretty big dude who can catch the crap out of the ball. 
he can he he can play all three downs and and a week or so ago or whatever you want to call it, I thought Justin Jackson was still in town and I was dead wrong. He's a free agent still. Speaking, I mean, of they still have Larry Roundtree, but that dude is just and Roundtree is a, a big straight, back. Yeah, exactly. He's a straight yeah. power back though. Mm-hmm. Like just that's his that's his job. There Regardless of what you think about back. Spiller's forty, yes, he he's going to be much better east and west than a big guy like Roundtree. But Spiller's also yeah. that size. He. So it's the situation. It's a, it's another example. We'll run into it all night tonight about landing spot. This guy now, I'm I'm an Eckler manager in in our our dynasty league. So sure, that has something to do with it. But no, I I'm going to put I, you to task again here, Chris. As right, the, but as I, the Eckler manager, there you it, go. before you said that you didn't want him because you thought Justin Jackson was in town. Now that Justin Jackson is currently not on the Chargers roster. Do you are you thinking? Well, you don't have the draft capital to do it, but if you did, in the middle of the second, which is about where we kind of have them, you have them more in the beginning, I guess. But we'll just call it middle of the second. Say you had yeah. the two the two hundred five. Would you take Isaiah Spiller? Yes. Yep, I've got him at fourteen overall. So yeah. just a couple of picks. I know. Uh, I'm just uh, at the bidding. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just. I'm. Just, yeah, I'm I know, I, my, but my audience. People rank them and they're like, wow. Just you know, now that you put it that way. Oh, no, that's a good point. You know, I'm willing to change my opinion, but no. Yeah, that, I think I love that spot for him. I love that uh, beginning to mid second. Uh, you know, I, I get it from 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 a uh, outside looking in. You're not drafting a starter. I get it, but these running backs are so hard to come by. You've got to swing. You got to take a shot. You got to take your shot. In these first couple of rounds, it's, and, it's, it's, and I, can't, I can't put it any simpler. Yeah, and in Dynasty too, if you have a good running back like Austin Eckler is, you want to you want to have his back. His, it's good to have his backup, and if yep. you can draft him, that's great. Or get him in a really good trade that's in your favor as like mm-hmm. a packing deal, mm-hmm. great. But really, you want to draft the handcuff or the the perceived handcuff at least to your starting running back on a good offense. You know, like you said. I don't know when the last time Austin Eckler actually played a full 16 or 17 games was. And I don't think Chargers or Eckler necessarily expect him to play you know, 16 slash 17 games. I mean, they are playing 17 games now, so there's that. And I also think other organizations are want a couple guys. But again, Eckler will get enough of the piece of the pie, especially catches. He'll he'll be he'll be fine, but yeah, you you want a piece of this Chargers backfield, and you probably want that handcuff at the moment. Perceived handcuff. Uh, Fair for agency again. Reminder, folks, don't draft this week. <laughs> Wait a week or two. Yeah, let it kind of shake out. And I mean, you can always draft a free agent too. At least you can in our league mm-hmm. with the hope say land somewhere. Uh, one one more guy that I wanted to touch on, and that's Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver that was yeah. drafted in the first the first round by the Washington Commanders. Well done. Such a dumb name. I didn't notice how I paused there because I was like, it's not the original name. It's not the football team anymore. I mean, you took your time, to obviously, but I probably would have messed it up the first couple of times. Probably will. Anyways, he was drafted in the, the middle of the first round by the Washington Commanders. I personally didn't like the pick. I was like, this is a team that doesn't necessarily need a wide receiver unless they want to move on from Terry McLaurin. But even then, like... That this isn't the guy that's going to replace Terry McLaurin. He's not big. He's not. He, I mean, he's fast, but he's not big. He doesn't have that size speed that McLaurin does. I don't even know if he's as fast as McLaurin. Because McLaurin's freaking fast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know. We both have them kind of buried in in our top in the end of the second round. Mm-hmm. And I just think that people are forgetting that because Curtis Samuel didn't really play that much last year. And even Terry McLaurin was in and out of the lineup as well. That Absolutely. I think they're forgetting that these two guys are there. They still have Logan Thomas at tight end as well. They have a pass catching he, back. He, he missed time. He missed time too. JD McKissick mm-hmm. too. Like like they McKissick have... got hurt at some point and for the rest of the season, right? Last year, yes. Yeah, I was IR or what it was at the time, but yeah, eventually he was done for the year. Right. They just drafted another running back that can kind of do it all as well. And uh, uh, Robinson, Brian Robinson. Yes. I don't remember what out of what yes. school. Alabama. Thank you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So pro teams. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, I think it's weird that people like just because he was a first round wide receiver that people are just like, well, he should be going in the first round of your fantasy drafts too. I'm just like, you you don't necessarily have to just like do a one-to-one comparison of just because he was a first round pick, he needs to go in the first round of your dynasty draft. Right? Like, yeah. Tell me I'm wrong here. No, I'm, I'll admit it's a bit of a bias, but it's a bias towards the organization's. In terms of a cut, another guy we'll talk about here from the NFC East. I just don't think it's a good pick for him. I don't think he's going to, as you said, he's not going to usurp maybe either guy in McLaren. Did I say it right? <laughs> and uh, uh, Samuel. And so, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't like the pick. I don't like the pick. I think there's going to be some misses. This is a wide receiver heavy class. And I just think this guy might be one of the misses. I don't, I, don't, I and, and, this will be a theme on another couple of guys. Who's throwing him the ball? You know, I, I don't believe in Taylor Heineke. Carson Wentz. You know? Or, oh, that's right. Carson Wentz is there now. Still. I don't know who the other guy is either, so. Yeah, right. He had many names. Um, Sorry, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to gloss over Wentz there. It's just, it's the depth chart thing. It's a it's a, it's a a quarterback thing, kind of still, with, with Wentz being in there. You know, another new team, another new coordinator. I just don't believe in the franchise. I don't believe in the offense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just remembered too, the Washington Commanders last year when they were the football team took mm-hmm. Diami Brown, who a guy who we both liked. I think he's going to be kind of a bust. He's looking kind of busty at the moment. But, but it's another man. It's some, another guy. He had some issues and he was struggling. He struggled to get on the field last year. Not that it was all that great situation to be on the field for, but... I don't know. A guy, Diami Brown, who is, seems to be very similar, at least. At, it's like, almost at like they're glance, throwing stuff. It's almost to, like they're th- throwing wide receiver poo against the wall and seeing what sticks. You know? That, yep. was, that was kind of bad. I, uh, poo was a bit of a strong word. <laughs> when is poo a strong word, Chris? I don't know. I just said it. On apparently right now. And apparently <laughs> you're not going to let me say poo anymore. <laughs> I'm going to edit that every week. Boop. You know what you are? You're a poo head. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um, who else did you want to talk about here, Chris? Uh, where are we? Um, I guess now well, is I'm about in the office. <laughs> now is about the area to just touch real quick on a couple more receivers because I have a slew of them in a row there in mine. Uh, we haven't talked about Sky Moore or Drake London or Watson in Green Bay whatsoever. Whatsoever. Um, where do you want to go with that? How about Drake London? He's very high on a lot of people's board. For, Dude, I've for, seen I've I've seen him even after like even right now that he's going above Brees Hall. I'm just like, why? Well, let's put it this. Well, that's yeah, that's crazy. First of all, second of all, let's put it this way: you made reference to a guy on the same team, opportunity. 
you've moved him up, Algier, a ton against consensus. So why not move up Drake London also because of opportunity? Because his quarterback sucks. Yep. And it's not so much of a clear opportunity, I think, when you consider, let's assume Pitt, Pitts, Pitts takes another step, at least, if not an if not a actual leap. <laughs> not an actual leap. Josh. Right. He takes a lot of those during the season. But you know what I mean in terms of his <sighs> progression as a player and thereby targets and just force-feeding this dude just because they have nothing else except for Patterson, whichever position he's, that's, he's But I think play. that's what a lot of people are assuming is that they have nothing else other than Pitts. I know. And so I it's going to be London – and I mm-hmm. just like we talked about Drake London before. Do you still have him in the first? Do you still have him in the first? No, I've got it right here. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. Go ahead. I, I do. Um, and it's and, and like he's, but he's yeah. like I think him and Christian Watson are oh we're the same on very eighth cl- overall, a very clear tier below mm-hmm. the, everyone above him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just sorry. Like, who is? I'm sorry. Who is? Christian Watson and Drake London for me. Oh, understood. I I just. I just don't think that I think it's a one year like he had a one year one good year in college. Mm. He's not the fastest guy in the world. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, he's gonna have a hundred catches. Like you know, think of like maybe um, Tagnabbit, Keenan Allen in uh, not San Diego, Josh, Los Angeles LA Chargers. <laughs> yes. Um, I almost corrected you. These are the Rams. This is how this is how convoluted it's become over there. <laughs> You're moving teams around. They're in the same city now. I don't know which. Their colors are kind of similar. I, it's just yeah, it's all getting scrambled in my brain. I'm just I'm just not big on Drake London. And you know what? Maybe prove me wrong. I don't. I'm not in the position right now in our dynasty league to really take advantage of Drake London. If he was sitting there in the last pick of the first round. I mean, according to my ranks, I should be taking him. That's a value. I almost want to move him down after that, Josh. We have an exact same spot. Eighth overall, basically, the 108. Um, it just, I just think I'm out in the Atlanta offense. Now that would push against your Algier, um, Algier, Algier uh, opinion. But, you know, again, just Atlanta offense is scaring me. I can't. I can't. I just, there's not. I can't imagine them starting Marcus Mariota. I just can't. I'm sorry. I, it's funny because we're willing. We because I raised um, Olave. After even well, I had him very high before the draft, and then the draft happened. I was like, oh no. <laughs> but uh, he seemed to have. You know, I, I I agree with you. I think Winston of could go and have a nice year, but I don't think Marcus Mariota can. Speaking of the same draft. 102, 101, 102 overall. The guys that are forever tied together. Yeah. And forever bad at, at this point. At this point. Winston at least had a statistical boom. He's had a, he's had a, he's had a couple of good years. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, move on from that guy, Mr. Drink London, to so you said you have Watson and London kind of in the just shaking hands right there because Yeah, don't I also? Uh, Watson Watson is t- is tied to Oh, I've got Watson Aaron at Rogers, nine. And London. that's why he's above Drake London. That's that's the reason. Aaron Rodgers right there. You know, you can both look at you can both say with their, with their mm-hmm. who's their quarterback going to be in 2 years from now. I don't know. And oh, yep. Aaron Rodgers is not long for the league. We He's, both have London at he'll eight. He'll probably play at least 
two I more have years. I, think. Nine. I have Sky Moore at seven. So speak of the devil. Mahomes. I just don't. I don't know much about Sky Moore, so I just I just kind of threw him down there, open. and I I, I, I meant to look open. into him more this yeah. week, and I just didn't have time. I just don't. I don't. I don't like it when people are just like, "Well, he's just <clears> going to be Tyreek Hill." No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. But you're right. It's floated out there. Yeah. Kind of like the he's just gonna be, he's gonna like just up Tyreek like Hill's gone, Sky Moore's thing. in. Yeah. Oh, we we forgot that uh, Juju Smith Schuster and and Marquez Valdez Scantling. Apparently, they love dudes with a lot of names. Um, Do you have a hyphen? Are, are there? You know? Can we get a hyphen? No, no hyphen. I'm sorry, kid. <laughs> uh, can we get a uh, what's that dude's name out of San Francisco? Can we get a uh, Ty, uh, Tyrion Davis Price, please? No, uh, no, no, no. His no, name no. is Tyrion. He's got a hyphen. Hyphen. Okay, um, move him up, move him up, move him up. All right, so yeah, I'll just real quick to finish on Sky Moore. I, I, yeah, I'm not a he's a hill guy, but it, it's it's situation and it's quarterback similar to your Watson. And I know, and I, and I fought with it. Yeah. And I was like, he he's down at nine for now, ninth overall for me, mm-hmm. until like you know get a chance to look into him some more. It's ignorance. That's why. Like literally, just I'm a blank slate with Sky Moore, so I'm just I've seen like some you know the footage during the draft and everything. I was like, okay, that's I mean it looks pretty good, but you know, you want to change gears and go running back because yeah, let's talk about a couple running backs here. I want to talk about James Cook or yeah, James Cook still. Uh, We both have them pretty low, and we kind of talked about this before the show too. Um, I'm sorry, where do you have him at? Thirteen overall. Give me eight. Never mind. Nope. Never mind. I have him. I have James Cook at eighteen. You have him at thirteen. So we're both second round. We can agree on that much. You have him more at the beginning. I have him at closer to the end or middle. I guess. I just don't think for a team he he got drafted by the Bills. Sorry. Um, you know he's everyone knows he's Dalvin Cook's brother. Blah blah blah. He's a smaller version of Dalvin Cook. He's probably a little bit faster than Dalvin Cook. But he doesn't have Cook's uh, Dalvin's both Cook. Uh, he doesn't have Dal- Dalvin's power, and you know so therefore he can't vision. really run between vision the tackles also. very well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but James Cook is he's he's an electric. He's fast. You know. He's gonna be. You know, he's he's a very as a specialist catching the ball out of the backfield. You know that's his. That's mainly his thing in Atlanta. You know, Zamir White was the power dude in between the tackles. James Cook was. Did I say Atlanta meant Georgia? You, thank you. You give me a face there. That's sorry, yeah. I, I couldn't hide it. I couldn't stop the face. That's cool. No, I was wrong. It's cool. It's cool. I had a hiccup. Uh, but you know, Zamir White. He was he was kind of the the like I said between the tackles guy. And James Cook was kind of, you know, the out, the like, edge dude, you know, guy coming on the backfield to catch. You know, that's why Zemir White never had to catch. Maybe he can't. Hard to say. But it's just weird that he went to Buffalo where they signed Duke Duke Duke, Duke Johnson uh, in the offseason. can catch. Duke Ducky Johnson. <laughs> uh, Devin Singletary can. I mean, he's yeah. not incapable of doing so. I just like it's just it was just. And everyone's like, well, he's going to be the home run hitter for the Bills. I'm like, and here's the other thing, too, that I think a lot of people forget is that Josh Allen doesn't usually use his running backs as like a dink dunk safety valve. That was kind of Dawson Knox a little bit. I was just going to say it's it been, was his tight end. Yeah. Cole Beasley, you know, think, like it yep. hasn't been the running back. So I'm just like that for that reason, I should probably have him a little bit lower on my list. But I was kind of like, 
Well, and quick side I mean, note. He's, he's I th- going I think... in like he's almost consensus going from what I've looked at. Because I looked at other people's rankings just to kind of see where I was on him. And like, it was just yeah. like, wow, first round. Yowzer, uh, I would not use the first round pick on James Cook. I mean, I've got him, what did he say, five higher than you. So I've come just outside the first. So that's flirting with what you're talking about. Um, Gosh, yeah, that, that's when you put it that way. <laughs> you know, like we were saying. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm looking at Rashad White at. Tw- no, yeah, James Cook at 13. Here we go. Um, yeah, again, yeah. Singletary can kind of do all of those things. He's not a scintillating game breaker, no, but he's played well no. down the stretch for him. He's obviously going to be involved. Cooks doesn't have the size his brother does. I understand Singletary's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's remained relatively healthy, unlike Zach Moss. Um, you mean the I guy that can't see the playing field when he is healthy? Yeah, yeah. I, I could see a world where I take Spiller over Cook. Uh, but... Yeah, it's the catches. It's the lack of a guy in Buffalo that's just blowing the doors off of you. But you're right. Allen does not throw to the backs much. Buffalo doesn't throw to the backs much. It's just kind of not their thing. He's going to take. He's going to tuck it, as you said. Maybe that changes with time. But I mean, we're we're in a. I mean, well, you're picking at that beginning of the second. You're probably a. Yeah, that'd be a bad team, actually. <laughs> anyway, you're not necessarily. I have the two hundred six, and actually. I think it's a 206, 246. And that would exactly be my pick right there, would be James Cook. And I think I'd rather have Zamir White, to be honest, who I have a spot lower. I am two spots lower. But yeah, I think I'd rather Spiller. do that. We did skip Anyways. a guy. We did skip a guy in Damien Pierce, to be clear. We have him up, We both have him at 11 above these. All right. Do you Cook. want to talk about him real quick or no? I mean, just it's Houston. It's, it's obviously large part opportunity. Me and you have a puncher's. Chance, hope. Yeah, that's not a thing. Me and you have a little bit of hope in uh, Mr. Davis Mills. You know, uh, it has a lot to do with the size of his neck. But besides that, he played pretty decent last year. <laughs> he does have a turkey neck, doesn't he? I saw, I was looking for pictures of my daughters today for a Mother's Day gift, etc. And I ran across not only the actual picture, there was one where they put this fantasy analyst guy's head on him. And it just, it's, both pictures are hilarious. One of them's real. One of them's real. It looks like he can fuck. Oh my gosh. It looks like he can bench 500 pounds with that neck, dude. It's amazing. So, anyway, you don't have to worry about him getting hurt because of the size of his neck. I'm going to stop now. You're going to have to edit really this. a long neck, too. <laughs> You're going to have to edit this all out. No, I'm just kidding. No. So, a little bit of belief in Puncher's chance for Houston's offense. They retain Cook for another two years. They're going to start Mills. They didn't go running after uh, overspending on a rookie quarterback or a free agent quarterback. We kind of like what we're seeing there. And you put Damien Pierce in there, a big dude who can catch the heck of the ball. What's not to like? What's not to like? That I've rose on him quite a bit. Lot has to be the opportunity. Front of him. Yeah, I know. I I think I think Pierce can can overcome that. I uh, so you didn't like and, and you know Pierce, what, uh, Pierce's forty time was for a guy who didn't like Spiller's forty time. Do you know what Pierce's was? I do not. Four five nine. All right, sorry, I can live with that. <laughs> Um, oh, Pierce does one start one hundredth of a second faster than Spillers. Yeah, sure, that's right. That's great. We can we can work with it. It's literally point zero one seconds faster. I also raised Spiller based on landing spot, just like I raised Pierce based on landing spot. Okay, Spiller was more of a hoping he could take that off, but Pierce is ahead of guys like Rashad White, James Cook, Spiller, Zamir White, guys that absolutely have a guy in front of him. 
Pierce doesn't, you know, I don't think Mac is what these other guys are. No, you know what? Singletary. Hmm. Anyway, let's move on. I'd say Marlon Mack's better than Devin Singletary. Was at least at one point in his career was definitely better. I'm just saying I have five running backs in a row that could maybe flip-flop, for lack of a better term. You know what I mean? Pierce could move down two slots, and I could move Cook up based on what I'm hearing from Singletary. But right now I'm going Pierce for sure. You can move Cook up? Oh, wow. Pick one. Rashad White, Tampa Bay. He's right behind Pierce for me. I know you love Leonard Fournette, but I am I think Rashad White has more of a clear path to starting than Cook, potentially Pierce, who I have ahead of him wow. right now. I still don't understand why you think Leonard Fournette is going away this year outside I'm of not, injury. I never said he was going away completely. Yeah, I mean, injury would count. If I he's mean, not he playing, was, he's not playing. He was the guy last year, and he was very good at it, too. That's true. He was, it was a, also he was down a top the 10 stretch. fantasy back. Yeah, I know. So was James Conner, and he wasn't that beforehand. There's no way they're going to repeat uh, that. He was when he was in, oh, season. he was a top 24 when he was in Pittsburgh that one year. He was never RB1. He was a top five back last year. I don't think he, he was never that in Pittsburgh, but he was maybe an RB1. I said top 24 when he was in Pittsburgh. I thought he might. I'm saying he thought he might have been better. Had a better season. One, one. I started out that way, and I was like, no, it was like a top twenty-four. But yeah, and that was mainly his touchdowns in Arizona. It's and he stayed healthy miraculously. <laughs> so whatever. We're not talking about James Conner here. Um. Anyways, uh, anyone else you want to touch on real quick? Uh, I mean, I guess. I have Kenny Pickett at 16 overall. You, The only quarterback you have in your top 24 is Matt. I hope I get this right. Matt, Matt Corral? Yep. Yes. Um, sorry, we're not Tatum. We're not Tatum hiding quartering this guy. We did that to one person. We can't keep doing it. Um, Corral. Corral. I know you like his release and everything. And I was just, I don't know. Like I, I only threw him in there because I was like, well, maybe he's the only quarterback that has path to playing time. Like you're a guy that needs a quarterback this year, but mainly just for Patrick Mahomes bye week. I was like, well, maybe by the time Patrick Mahomes bye week comes around and Kenny Pickett as a starter in Pittsburgh. Um, but I don't like, I don't mind your, uh, your, your court corral. Uh, take there either. You have him <laughs> mm-hmm. like towards the end of the second. I was just like, I don't know. I guess for a guy that was a first round pick, I, I guess he can be in the middle of the second round. But if you don't need a quarterback, don't take a quarterback there. You know, like if you're looking at, if you really don't need a quarterback in your team, then don't take a quarterback in this draft because it's not a draft to be taking quarterbacks. Yep. And I think you know, you I mean, right unless there, you, yeah. mm-hmm. unless you really thought that Malik Willis took the shaft in the draft, I did not mean to make that a, a purposeful rhyme, but you know, after uh, I'll I'll say this about the quarterbacks. Um, I had you know pre-draft. I had Willis uh, probably going to Pittsburgh in that area or going to another team in that kind of twenties area. Uh, I didn't really like the Carolina hype at six. I believe they were, um, but uh, I'm not going to say I didn't believe in Willis. Um, and then when Pickett was the first and only uh, first round quarterback. You know, I just kind of adjusted my opinion on both of them. A uh, 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 post draft, I just, I, I, well, I guess not so much on Pickett. Um, so thereby, I, I moved Will, Willis down. 
I just, I don't know if Pickett's going to be the guy in Pittsburgh. I'm worried. I'm worried. So I went with the guy that I still have hope for, but I moved him way down to the, as you put it, uh, the 22 overall. So end of the second, um, just as a guy that, Hey, path to start like his tools, you're not hoping to get anything out of this year in terms of your guy. If you, if Matt Corral is your starter in Dynasty, you're in trouble. But that's not what we're talking about here. So, just I like after- I like where you have him yeah. though. As like okay. if he's like he's my quarterback one, and I'm not saying to take him early. Uh, there you go. But you that's, know that's if you if you need a guy it. that that could develop but potentially develop into something like maybe he even that's next year exactly. like you know um, Drake London is actually faster than we all think. And he really balls out in year one. Kyle Pitts takes the level up. And, you know, like they find out very quickly that Marcus Mariota is just a is just a sack of turds. Oh, I'm sorry, a sack of poo. Since you won't let me say anymore. For who? The guy in it. the guy in Atlanta or Corral? Yep. Matt Matt or Marcus Mariota. They're they're saying that Mark I'm what I'm saying is Marcus Mariota's they're gonna quickly find out is a sack of poo. And, and so then, they move to Corral. Corral's not Coral. in Atlanta. Is he? Oh, sorry, Carolina. My bad. <laughs> okay, so Rewind. take all the same things that I said about Sam Darnold. <laughs> and insert opinion, sir. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think Sam Darnold might have... Like, you you said it 100%. I don't have... I've lost faith in Darnold. I, I, he was my guy last year. Both you and I held out some hope before, especially that first four or five weeks. Wasn't looking three. bad. Couple rushing touchdowns. Wasn't looking bad. And then the whole... Three bottom. weeks. The first three weeks. Three. And then the whole bottom fell out. Couldn't just has received I mean, talent. It wasn't, it wasn't just a collapse. It was like he he nuked the entire building mm. and then just like pissed on the ashes. Like yep. it was yep. but but offensive line, both you and I remind each other they were the almost the, the worst. Second worst. Exactly. They were second worst. Just keep Arguably that in mind, worst, folks. Teams way. get better, teams can draft offensive line. You know, maybe that fast fast release helps Matt Corral to get the ball out a little quicker than old old seeing ghost Sammy Darnold. You know, I mean, come on, this is the guy that literally said he's seeing ghost. So make a decision, Corral. It was him. Grip it and rip it, man. This is what quarterbacks supposed to do in the NFL. Grip yeah. it and rip it. Let's go get the ball out, man. Uh, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. Like you said, I appreciate that you say you like where I've got him. Take a chance on him. Develop him. Move on. Chris, I feel like we're running maybe a little long. Uh, do we want to wrap up with anything at all? Anything at all? Any last thoughts? Anyone at all? I guess the mm-hmm. last thing I have to say is we both have Trey McBride in our top 24. Yep. I. This is like if you're drafting Trey McBride, you're not drafting him for this year. No. And you can say it that is, is a draft and stash. Yep. Yep. I might even start looking into, oh, what's that tight end name? Ruckert. Uh, again, Jets. I'm so heavy on the Jets, man. It's probably a good, a bad idea. A good, bad. It's probably a bad idea. But I might like Ruckert. I, w- I want to look at some of his college production and get a better opinion on these tight ends. I have yeah. my tight end two right now is Greg Dulcich. Uh, I don't remember. I forget me. I didn't put down what college he's from, but he is. Gotcha. He got drafted by the Broncos, and they ha- they have that uh, big Albert. Arnold O. Albert O. Yep. Albert O. Uh, tight end who is like. I think that's one of the reasons why they got rid of Noah Fant. So, but you know, this Rob, this Greg Dulcich, like he's he's not the bee's knees a tight end, but you know, if you if you're looking, if you need a, a developmental tight end, he's I have him at 28 overall, and he is my tight end too. Yep. If you're, I mean, if you're looking for another one, Charlie Kohler out of Iowa State, he got drafted by the Ravens. 
You know, that's a, a, the Ravens do like to run that twelve man personnel. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, you get know, if you're getting a red zone target or two, you know, maybe yeah, that's all you. I can, mean, like I said, like I said, don't it's hard to find starting this year. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, like, yeah. Titan is like quarterback this year. Don't yeah, draft them exactly. to for expecting year one production. Could mm-hmm. one of them, like especially a quarterback, could one of them jump out and you know because of injury or the guy ahead of them isn't very good, um, a, a potentially a sack of poo. Um, yeah, that, that could, that could be a thing. There's always surprises. There's always surprises in the NFL, but don't do that. Don't draft with that anticipation, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Where did he go? Um, a couple of actually more than a couple. I want to mention real quick. First, a slew of running backs at the end of my top 24, just outside the top 24 here. I wanted honorable mention and then move on. Where do they go? Uh, yeah, my, my bottom, the end of my top 24 is kind of littered with those quarterbacks I pushed out. And then these running backs, I think are worth taking chance on such as Tyler Goodson was picked up as a UDFA. That's undrafted free agent, uh, by the Vikings, um, Packers. Sorry. That's the next guy. Sorry. By the Packers, obviously not a clear path to playing time this year, but he's talking about Aaron Jones gets hurt. Boom. Tyler Goodson. No, AJ Dillon's still there. I know you were kidding. Um, but uh, don't be too scared because you draft traits at this point in the draft. You know, you're looking for a guy who might just get lucky, uh, as it were. And uh, both me and you and a lot of folks out there believe that uh, Aaron Jones is as good as gone next year. So there's that. Yeah, um, I mean, that's a, that's a really good point. Like, just to because Tyler Goodson is, is my man and I actually like him landing in Green Bay is that if Aaron Jones is gone, like he could be oh, the yeah. lightning. If to that AJ depth chart thins out, if it, that depth chart thins out, mm-hmm, I like him there. Um, I will say these other two names I have above Goodson due to the fact that they were actually drafted, not highly fifth and sixth round. I believe oh, uh, oh, another look, at top- he, look at me. I got drafted <laughs> draft capital. Absolutely matters. I'll say that uh, another tie. Oh, if you will. Ty Chandler, uh, Minnesota Vikings. That's why I misspoke that a minute ago. You know, they have cook obviously, and they still have, uh, I'm blanking one of the best hind counts in the league. Alexander, Alexander Madison, Madison thank you. Yep, Alexander I, Madison. Uh, Madison is just a dude. <laughs> hmm, okay. Well, they also have CJM. Like, they have a lot of guys in the way, just like Tyler Goodson has guys in the way. But you never know what could happen. The last guy I want to mention at running back is Kevin Harris for the Patriots. Very productive in college out of South Carolina. More crowded running back room, man. You got two guys ahead of him, too, probably, when all shakes out. Like four ahead of him. Could be. Could, could very well be. Uh, because the Patriots took P- uh, Pierre Strong Jr. out of North Dakota State as well. A yes, guy who I did. like pre-draft. Yep. yep. So, it's, I don't know what the Patriots are doing. I'm guessing if Maybe. you have Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just to, just to kind of go off on a slight tangent, but keep it Patriots related. If you have Damian Harris and he does anything in like the first two weeks, I would trade him. I would get him off of your roster and get whatever you can for him. And I say that mainly because the Patriots treat running backs like dirt. They're nothing. They mean nothing to Bill Belichick. Yeah. 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 And hey, you might get a quote Patriots discount because people know the shenanigans they pull at running back. So those guys do slip. They absolutely do slip. No doubt. So you can maybe get a deal on this uh, guy out of South Carolina that I just can't find his name again. Kevin Harris. Uh, Last mention I'll say is the receiver out of Dallas. Uh, Not out of Dallas. Uh, that Dallas drafted Jalen Tolbert. Oh, look, Chris uh, wants to talk about the Cowboys. A little bit of a uh, speedster. I, the, I, I haven't 
done a ton on him, surprisingly, even though Josh mentioned that in a very condescending way. I haven't done a ton of research on Naturally. him. Uh, Tolbert, uh, yeah, he's kind of like a Gallup clone. I mean, he's, he's maybe a tad more speed than Gallup. Uh, whereas Gallup wins with position and, and c- competitiveness. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, keep an eye on a high volume offense and see what this kid can do. Uh, I currently have him at nothing 19. Nothing wrong with it. I have him currently at 19, so nothing crazy. There. I have him. I have it right here. I have him at 23, but that's. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, that's pretty similar. And I, my, my, bo- my rankings are pretty similar overall. Are, we have some are. differences, but I was like. Oh, okay. And I mean, like I took some swings at, 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 with guys and you did as well. So good job there. Yep. Um, get out of my head. Right. Well, I got one last guy. One last guy. Do it. Do it. Do it. Swear. Uh, Wandale Robinson, wide receiver that was drafted by the giants, I believe in the second round, mm. maybe third. Yeah. I think it was second. Mm. Why? Why giants? Why? Okay. <laughs> I was like, where's Josh going with this? Why? I don't get it. Like, I'm standing on a soapbox and, and I'm just like, why? Like, why do you want a as a as a, as a guy who's a, a person who is playing Dynasty? Why do you want a guy from the New York Giants with Daniel Jones as their quarterback in an extremely crowded wide receiver room? I have him at 32. I think I need to move him down even more. Like, I just. You know, you know what? I, I, don't, understand, I don't understand the draft pick by the Giants. And I don't understand why anyone would actually want him on their team. You, you know what I heard from a doesn't matter who guy I like to listen to about regular NFL football had the Giants up there with the Jets and the Eagles. And I think Matthew Barry. No, well, no, it wasn't fantasy guy. It was a regular football guy. <laughs> and, and, and he had New York Giants draft ranked very highly. To be fair, Evan Neal is a heck of a pick. And if Kayvon Thibodeau, you know, works Thibodeau. out. Thibodeau works out. He's, I mean, a beast, Thibodeau. obviously. Like, I understand he weighted him very highly in their first two picks in the first round, but Wandale Robinson was a second round pick, a, a beyond redundant asset, and just a bone, uh, a bonehead of a pick. Just what, what are we doing here? What are we doing? It's, it's like the ghost of David Gettleman, yep. like, well came said, in well and said. possessed their new GM, and it was just like, no, we need to draft another wide receiver. He's like, Wandale Robinson. He's there. Pick up. Yeah, just yeah. And the fact that this, uh, I think it was Florio with NBC, that he ranked him so highly in their overall draft. I was like, and then it's not important. I'm going to go off on a tangent. Let's end the show. Well, Wondell Robinson was was a was a pre-draft was ranked really high as a wide receiver, but his landing spot is atrocious, mm-hmm. absolutely atrocious. Well, then Sims praised the Ravens, and I'm like. They lost Hollywood. I was like, okay, maybe they're not counting that because that wasn't a draft, right? Doesn't have anything to do with draft technically. And then they turn around and praise uh, Philly for bringing in A.J. Brown. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to praise Philly for bringing in A.J. Brown, but you're not going to knock Ravens for getting rid of Hollywood Brown? Seemed to be full of BS. (laughs) Okay. So you don't have to include all that. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's, let's wrap this up. And we have been amazing fantasy football. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh AFFB. You can follow Chris, which you can see on the, the bottom there uh, at the amazing fantasy zero seven, seven amazing fantasy seven right there. Dang it. I always get it wrong. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, to find our rankings, we will put them into our Discord channel probably right around when this episode releases. And so you can just click on the AFFB content. There, Our rankings will be there. 
And they're going to be subject to change. I'll probably change I'll mine just I'll a little bit it. before I actually post them, mm. but not not drastically. And we have an amazing fantasy football. I wish you the best of luck, and I believe Chris does as well, in your Dynasty rookie drafts or your Dynasty startup drafts. This is mainly focused on rookie drafts. Um, maybe maybe next week or next year we'll do more of a startup-focused one, but not 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 now. That's we're, not what the show is about. We're not in a startup frame of mind uh, this season. We'll put it that way. And once again, you will find a link to their Discord server in the show notes. So check those out. Leave us a comment wherever available. You leave us a rating or review for the podcast wherever that's available too. It really helps the computers figure out whatever they do to help people find us. So please do that. Even if it's a bad one, we'll still take it. We'll read it on the air and we'll probably make fun of it if it's bad. So mm. there's that. Till next yeah, time, adios. Have an amazing weekend to all the moms.